Hi, this is Denny from Sicko and the Drolls. Hi, this is John from Armchair Martian. And you are listening to Take Off Your Pod and Cast It. And you are listening to Take Off Your Pod and Cast It. Whatever the hell that means. All right. Tiger's jaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's under the same time. That's cool. That works. Tiger's jaw. Are we recording? Yeah. I said it at the beginning of every episode. You do? Yeah. The, the, the MGK one. We yeah. talked We talked for like a minute and a half. And you're like, hey, are we recording? And I was like, yep. Bro, we're on the <laughs> second song right now. <laughs> oh, so this is a special album. We got Crazy Bread to commemorate this uh, incredible album. Yep. And and uh, a half-eaten pizza like to commemorate the... I guess the front of the album oh, the has... the cover. Yeah, the, 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 the reissue. Yeah, the reissue. I guess it, it's not half-eaten. There's like one piece missing that they're like pulling it away, right? It's one of my... If I had to do like a top 10 pop-punk albums of all time, I think this would be in it. Yeah. I, when, when we uh, talked about top-tier pop-punk albums, uh, I had only heard this one once because I listened to it like a couple years ago. Um... Fun story about this band, actually. So this album came out in, like, 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. So when I was, like, 14, um, 13, maybe, somebody was like, you should check out this band. And it was, like, this kid that, like, I hated all of his music taste. Because mm. he liked corn and just, like, not, <laughs> and just stuff that I was not into. So he's like, check out T- Tiger's Jaw. And he, like, and I, like, I, like, didn't. But I mean, he was a cool kid. You know, like, I, I didn't, like, hate him or anything. I just didn't like his music taste. So I just, yeah. we just don't talk about music, really. And I, and I didn't. And then uh, when we were, like, 16, uh... He got in my car and I gave him the aux cord. And by aux cord, I mean one of those things where you put the cassette in and then it has like a cord oh, leads yeah, yeah. out because <laughs> I had an old I car. This. Yeah, and um, we were going to the mall and he just started, he puts it on and I was like, damn, I, I should have listened this to you really like good. I should have listened to you like years ago. Yeah. And then I and then and then after he like stopped hanging out that day, I like, forgot about it. So I, I forgot about it until like a couple of months ago when Emily was like, uh, do you like Tiger's Jaw? And I was like, that's that band. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, there. I never. Saw them live, and I really regret it, because they were one of my... I really enjoyed them, but they kind of... There was definitely, like, a divide in the 2010s of, like, the Wonder Years story so far, fireworks, and then this was on the side, kind of, with, mm-hmm. like, Title Fight and Citizen yeah, and yeah, they tore, Tiger's Jaw, and yeah, they I didn't like those bands uh, as much. I really... You, you, yeah. you, you don't like Citizen? Well, or? I like them, but I never got into... I was way more into the other side of things, you know? Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, they were, like... On the label with Citizen, right? And then they toured with Title Fight. Like I'm pretty run, sure. Uh, run for Cover Records, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that like the reissue came out on Run for Cover Records from what I was seeing. But and you can hear the you can hear that this album came out in like '08. You know? Oh yeah, it, it's got that it's got that weird like so like the late 2000s were kind of like a weird time for pop punk from mm-hmm. what I can see. Like it was kind of like trying to figure out where it was going to go next mm-hmm. before it hit like the 2010s and did. You know right. that 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 stuff. So I I feel like uh, they're totally unaware that they're making a pop punk album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that makes it stands out. That makes it stand out as a pop punk album too. You know. Yeah. Like it yeah. makes it just like feel unique. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, they weren't like influenced by the 2010s, but I mean, it. I don't know how big this album was when it came out, but they. I'm sure it was strategically re released, but in 2010 could not have been a better time to put it out, you know? Because oh, yeah. that's when it was like, that's when the revival was like here. Yeah, you know? it, it, it was a, it, it's very fitting, I think, too, for the time. When I think about where, what I was doing and where I was in 2008, mm-hmm. 2010, I, I'm like, man, I kind of wish I had this album then, but it's, yeah. but it, yeah, it just seems kind of fitting of the... This album got um, me through a lot, for sure. Really? Like, when I was listening to this album, it was like, you know, one of those 
one of those valleys that you're going through. It, was, it definitely pulled me through. Yeah. Because the lyrics are it, and you know it's funny because it did come it did come out in 2008, but the lyrics are very like uh, like you know in the pop punk revival, very honest and like brutally honest. You know some of the lyrics, like front bottoms and Wonder Years type. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Like that song, uh, Never Saw It Coming. I learned a lot about falling in love when I fell out of love, <laughs> and I learned a lot about being a friend when I was alone. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, so good. So let me pull up my uh, notes. And that used to hit so hard, you know? I don't have any notes for this episode, uh, uh, by the way. Are you, are you thinking? Okay, cool. No, I, I have I'm just a lot. going off memory. We can go. Uh, are you going to go track by track? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Oh. I, I, uh, I first wanted to point out that, like, the people in this band, it's kind of different at the time than what it is now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, they got a... The Adam McWee guy, I don't know how to like, say his whole Which name. Which one is Wicked Face? I don't know his real name. I think it's that guy. That guy? Or no, 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 it's uh, Ben Walsh. Ben Walsh. Mm. So, But both of those guys do guitar and vocals on this. On this but, uh, or is Adam... Ben Walsh the guy with the ears? I don't know, I wish I knew. I think that might be... No, I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, anyway, Adam's <laughs> not in the band anymore. Um, and then they have Brianna Collins... That does uh, mm-hmm. keyboard and vocals. I, I I don't know where she does vocals on this album. Uh, I think she does a few background vocals, like little harmonies here and uh, there. Okay. But it it is weird because the two lead vocalists are Adam and Ben, and then later on, you know, it, it becomes kind of a two piece, you know, with what's his name and the girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's Which ben I like the, that stuff too. Uh, yeah. Nothing after this album really hit me as hard as this album. Yeah, though. me too. Yeah, when I, when I did a deep dive in their discography a couple months ago, it, yeah, uh, this was definitely Charmer the one was for okay. Me. The one yeah. after this, uh, what do you know the single off that? No, uh, I know they got that new album coming out. It's like a video, and they're in like a dark room with like Christmas lights shining on them and stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen their videos. I need, yeah. I need to check it out. There's a lot but of it's bands. Good, it's pretty good. Not I wish we had here. service in here. I know, really. We need we need to get a space with some service, some phones. <laughs> yeah. here, so. But um. So, so yeah, Brianna Collins is playing keyboard on this, and I think the keyboard might be my like favorite instrument on this album. There's some cool guitar stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, and then Dennis Mishko is bass, and then Pat Breyer plays drums in this. The uh, bass is really good too. There's some yeah, cool little there's some bass cool bass lines, lines. In here. and the drums on this are like kind of uh, basic but fitting, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell when they switch drummers later on, like the the way the drums kind of change. I, I kind of like looked for this stuff just so this would be a good talking point, but yeah. <laughs> but but I, I can really tell. Um, and you're talking about like the lyrics of the album. Lyrically, I, I kind of know that the album was more serious than '90s and early 2000s pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, leans more on the emo side lyrically, but there Definitely. are a few there are a few uh, exceptions. Um, so, I, so I guess what was the first song called? It's like the sun, right? Uh, yeah. That, that that's a cool opening track, but there's like not very much to it. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't think like ly- lyrically it's like fine, but uh, I'm trying to think of how it goes. But I, I like the melody on every. It's it's a very catchy album. Oh, and every is. song, yeah. even in that opener, I remember specifically was like catchy. You know, yeah. good melodies, good harmonies too. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I I, I like I, I like that song because I, mean, I wasn't really trying to talk down on it, but it's like I think it gets a lot more interesting afterwards. Mm-hmm. On um the the next one is a plane versus tank versus submarine. Rip up the checklist. And um, or the the, it's it's got a pretty sweet chorus. Um. And this was all a dream, and it's coming back to me. A, a portrait in grayscale, a perfect betrayal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, their I like voices, the you know, like when you put Tiger's Jaw on <coughs> in a car, and no, they haven't heard him before. They're like, "What is happening?" But like, I, I, I dig their voices. But I love, I love like an honest voice. You know, mm-hmm. oh, me like too. Him, 
like Aaron Weiss, I feel like has a really honest oh, voice. Yeah, for without sure. you, uh, who else? You know. Did you know that? Um, you know that when when my dad was in Norman Jean and I would meet my mom on tour with him, it was like the tour they did with me without you. Yeah. So I, I was there for like every every night for the Catch Trust the Foxes tour. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I knew he was like. Uh, I knew he knew Aaron like on a friendly level. Mm. Um, this album reminds me a lot of Brand New. And that plane versus tank versus submarine. What's that one brand new song? It's like Madonna versus whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I could kind of see the, the comparison there. Yeah, and well, the guitars kind of remind me mm-hmm. of like you know. So I think it was kind of inspired by that too. You were singing uh, chemicals earlier. Mm-hmm. I think you actually um, saying this uh, saying like these lines, but it's like uh, I was saying that this kind of is like lyrically more emo. The yeah. pop punk, but where there was a few exceptions, and this song is an exception because it's like kind of captures like that youthfulness of pop punk. It's like we spend our summers writing songs and how we never make it on our own, but here we are. Yeah, yeah a lot of pop punk is like nostalgia. Yeah, they're calling back to like their yeah their, mm-hmm. their summers and like yeah. So and one thing just I'll say about this album, like I love an album that I think what makes an incredible album for me. Like if I made a list of my top albums, it would be albums like this, ten songs. 30 minutes mm. it's very like compact and it all sounds like it belongs together which I guess is kind of obvious like make it all sound like it belongs together but like this album is just so just uh, like self-contained and just like this little perfect thing you can hold in your hands do you know mm. what I mean yeah like it's just very like uh, I don't know Co- it just feels complete like yeah. oh man this yeah, is a I, I nice full story and I and you can listen to it in half an hour you know yeah, like I'll, I'll just, I'm on and listen to the whole thing so it's funny that you say that because I I I do like this album and I like and I like short albums sometimes mm-hmm. I, I like that kind of song formula but um what, what I think is funny is like if I think about what my favorite album like, like my my top favorites or whatever mm-hmm. um I think of like that first Velvet Underground record which is like an almost an hour long uh, and it's like 11 songs well um, that can work it's yeah. good yeah and, and uh and, and then i think like about even the record that my band put out earlier this year it's eight songs mm-hmm. but 45 minutes and then i was as you were saying that i was like man all of my songs are five and six minutes long <laughs> i was like how does that happen i was like how does everything like like i, I have like two songs that are under three minutes and the rest are all like five and six minutes and my songs are all like a minute and a half to two yeah. minutes well so it, it kind of comes down to like um, I think on this album they don't do a lot of bridges. It's a lot of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, chorus, outro. Yeah. Or you know, it's just it's, efficient. Just like yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's get like in, get out. It's like uh, they're not really following that. Uh, I mean, so it's really catchy, right? And like mm-hmm. the melody's really catchy. They they got the harmonies done and stuff, but they're not really following the song structure of what of what makes like pop songs. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of cool because they're making pop songs without bridges, and it's like yeah, yeah. That's they're kind of doing point. their own thing with it, but um. That is really cool. Just, like, really catchy. And that's what I like is, like, catchiness. Like, my favorite music, like we were talking about earlier, I don't know if we were recording, but, like, waves, like, early waves, is, like, catchy melodies, but kind of juxtaposed against uh, crazy structure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you start with a whatever and, you know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. I like waves. I need, I need to give them another... Ooh, that's what we should do. It's been a minute. We should do an episode on Waves on uh, King of the Beach. Yeah. that album... Yeah. Definitely a top ten for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could see that being pop punk. Yeah. It's kind of funny. 
Because, uh, like, what, what's cons- what, what a lot of people, like, pop punk purists consider mm-hmm. pop punk is, like, a very small thing no, of bands. No. Not, not the real ones. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you know, and then it gets, gets much wider when you actually mm-hmm. take a step back and look at, like, how yeah. everything is pop punk on uh, our first episode. <laughs> yeah. Go back and listen. Just, just look at the title of that one. <laughs> everything is pop punk. Um, you like that song, uh, Between Your Band and the Other Band? Read some lyrics from it, because I can't remember, and I can't uh, play it. Can you? I, I didn't even write any down, but uh, what I did write down is it has the really look really cool lyrics about the hardships of being on tour. It's like it's like I miss you. Uh, I don't know. That's how it starts. But <laughs> but I'm trying to remember the second line. I had it in my head. Uh, I have. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd probably start thinking about some other song. But but a lot of it is I'm talking about being on the the tour bus and just like, and I can't even breathe when it's weighing on my chest no that's a different one no uh, but obviously he's like I missed my friends and I can't even see something like that know. you know what I've noticed too is like every one of my favorite albums is about when the band is on tour and like having a hard time dealing with tour and like you know like uh, the Wonder Years mm. uh, like their my favorite album of theirs is like when they're talking about the road mm. and like you know brand new to your favorite weapon mm. Tiger's Jaw this song you know so, and even Blink, I think, has some songs about being on tour. Yeah. Oh, like Adam's song, you know? Yeah, yeah. The tour was over, we survived. Because that just brings something out in people. Like, yeah. It just brings out, like, I don't know, everything I love. Like, sort of that melancholy, youthfulness, this isn't going to last forever type, I don't know, rambling. No, no I, 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 I get what you're saying. And, and while you're saying that, I was thinking about something. I was like, why is this, like, a recent thing? Like... Like the Beatles don't have songs about about being on tour yeah. for too long. Like so, and and, and 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 like a lot of these classic rock artists, like these people that were really popular mm-hmm. before the late nineties, um, the majority of them are didn't get tour fatigue. Uh, I think it's like DIY DIY culture. You yeah, know? and I think because I, so I, I have this theory that DIY culture. People that exist in DIY culture mm-hmm. would have never gotten famous without DIY culture, and that's yeah. why they're in DIY culture. Yeah. Now, not that they're not talented, but they just don't actually have that. Uh, they don't kind of have that. They don't have that insane like crick in their in, in, in their in their neck that like makes them like do do crazy shit to be famous. You know, yeah. like 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 Jimi Hendrix. You know, would work really 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 long hours to do stuff. Like yeah. Like Henry Rollins was not. Uh, I mean, he's an, an ice cream man. Yeah, I mean, I, he does put a lot of work in the stuff he does. But like Henry Rollins was not like, I don't know, he wasn't spending eight hours to write his lyrics to My War. Henry you Rollins know? is my favorite pop punk lead singer. He's not a pop punk lead <laughs> singer. What? But I do love Henry Rollins. Yeah, me too. I wish we could do an episode on him. Yeah. Have you listened? He had a podcast where he was going like really deep in his day job at uh, uh, what's the Hagendas? You know, he worked with the Fugazi guy at Hagen Dazs, mm, yeah. and there's like photos of them. They're friends. Yeah, yeah they're like actual friends, like childhood friends. He said they would they used to uh, replace some of the uh, toppings with like rat poison, and like I mean they wouldn't put it on anybody's ice cream, but they would just like pull pranks and stuff. Hagen Dazs. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's sounds terrifying. Getting sidetracked. But yeah, I, I was thinking I was like, like a band like this, <clears throat> um, they probably wouldn't have gotten signed by a label if they because they they kind of grew their popularity organically. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't do. Um, and also, I think, I like, I don't know how popular this album was in 2008. It wasn't. But it I feel like you just, if I, I've always noticed, if you just do what you love doing, eventually, 
culture is going to come back around to you and then you're going to benefit because you've been doing this this thing yeah. that's really popular yeah. for like 10 years now and, and you're going to be the front of it. And that, that's kind of the like a perk of like a new DIY. Yeah. Because like people can go back and see, you know, like... Like you and I make lo-fi music yeah. and like lo-fi rock or whatever is not popular right now, but and it's, in five years... You know? Yeah, and it's well documented. Mm-hmm. Like our, our stuff is well documented, so we don't even have to do anything. If someone just goes back and stumbles yeah. upon it on Bandcamp, which that actually I'm... happened to Matthew Harris. Oh, he, really? He made a uh, what? What is that? Vaporwave. He mm-hmm. made like a vaporwave album in like 2011, and then just put it on Bandcamp and like never promoted it. Like yeah. he didn't use Facebook at the time, mm-hmm. and then he went back to it and it had like like 30,000 streams. Oh wow! And he like reissued it on vinyl. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's my dream. Well, yeah. So you were say, I'm sorry. I want, want Medi that first album to just go viral one day. Mm. <sighs> That's the dream. And, uh, you know, Taylor, Taylor, uh, Adams did the same. Uh, he, I think he may have promoted a little more that, uh, Mount. Mount Receivius Death March. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I know it kind of took off there for a little while. Mm. So that's cool. Someone I, don't, I don't know how we got on this. Uh, someone sent his unfinished demos to a label. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they hit him up because it was like, you know, it was like crazy cool shit, you know, so. Man, yeah. That's a dream. I'm so happy. It makes me so happy. I used to get, like, jealous when I was younger, but it makes me so happy when local people do really well. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I was younger, I would be like, man, you know, but now I'm like, dude. Like, I sent him a message, like, congratulations. Like, that's so cool. When you're younger, you're kind of like, man, like, why can't that be me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it just... But you know what I, I kind of figured out is just like most of what I'm into is not DIY popular at the mm-hmm. moment, and so it's just like maybe it will be at some point. I'm not worried about it though. So like, I'm just gonna do my own thing. If people decide to care mm-hmm. later on, is I I don't I don't make like I, I don't make super emo stuff, and that's what I don't make power popper emo, and that's like yeah. what, what's dominating the DIY scene right now. And that's fine. You know I, I just that's just not my my thing. Well, I also don't make hardcore. That's another one that yeah. always has our place now, but I don't know. But anyway. I think Adam Harmless is going to be a legend, by the way. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be They're one gonna... of those. That people. He's going to die, and people are going to stumble across him like, whoa, what is this guy? And he's just like years and years of zines, you know, and music, and like, yeah. whoa. Tiger Hill side's like 1,300 This whole releases. like little hidden pocket, mm-hmm. you know. I love you, Adam, if you're listening. Adam's great. Um... Anyway, Tiger Shaw. Yeah. We were talking about the keyboard earlier. That, that Brianna yeah. person plays mm-hmm. the keyboard. Um, she uses this really cool organ tone in a couple of songs. Uh, Heat, I Was Never Your Boyfriend, and uh, Meals on Wheels. Mm-hmm. And Meals on Wheels Meals on Wheels, and like two other songs were on their, their first album. They re-recorded. But they, they were like, yeah, not, not very quality. So Meals on Wheels was called something else, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I love her voice, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like... It'd be cool, I don't know, to do like a whole episode on like pop punk women, you know, or like oh, women yeah. in the genre. Yeah, yeah, we should. There's a, there's a lot of cool. There's a, I mean, there's 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 a lot of them that don't get the recognition, I think, because they just didn't get as big. But they're pretty good. And, and I've we, got three daughters now, so I get like I get excited when you know. What I yeah, mean? when 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 like, women oh, succeed cool, in things. Cool, cool. Yeah. Like, look at this. You know. Yeah. That'd be a fun episode for them to look back on. Um, I was never your boyfriend. Uh, I just mentioned that one. That one is like the most pop punky track on this album. What's I the? Think. Do you have any lyrics? I, I, I feel so ill prepared. I should have. Yeah, and no, I I didn't get any lyrics for. And I've for listened to this album. I mean, they say I was never time. your boyfriend quite a bit. It's yeah. a very short song, but it, it it's kind of got that. 
It's kind of got that, uh, I don't know. It's like, like a 90s pop punk like a feel. Poppy. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, uh, uh, what's that? It's like an emo rock band, Knapsack, uh, mm-hmm. Cellophane, do you know that song? Mm-hmm. 40 more? It's kind of like yeah. that. It's got that kind of feeling. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Like sort of 90s emo, mm-hmm. uh, pop punk, you know? Um, I do got some lyrics from Meals on Wheels. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this is another one that I think is an exception to, like, the super serious, like, emo stuff. Right. It, it's, like, more youthful pop punk stuff. It's, like, I hung out at 7-Eleven just to feel sedate and got on a bus at 25 to 8. We got where we were going, but we were late. Everyone agreed you looked really great. Mm-hmm. To me, that that, that, kind of, that seems like, uh, so what's, what's the first song on uh, Untitled, Blank 182's Untitled? Uh, um, feeling This? Yeah. He's singing some ridiculous shit. Like, the lyrics are just, like, not, yeah. not well thought out, but the way he's, like, the way that he's like punctuate, like you know, sometimes those are the best lyrics. Is like lyrics yeah. that are just very simple, and you just yeah, they're kind of silly. And know? that's what this reminded me of because the way he's just like kind of putting it out there, like one line at a time, then the right. you know, like mm-hmm. like th- this kind of made me feel. It, it, it gave me similar vibes, even though the songs don't really sound the same. Just like right. the, the simplicity of the lyrics and the way they were delivered is, I don't know. Um, let's see. I don't know why. I can't remember any of these songs except for, like... <laughs> and I guess these are my favorite songs because they're the only ones I can remember. But my top tracks for this is, like, I Saw Water, Chemicals, and Never Saw It Coming. Those yeah. are, like, my three uh, favorite tracks on this. Yeah, I- I've said, like, mostly good things about this album. And uh, Never Saw It Coming, I, I mean, I like it. Oh, but, dude. But, but I just, like, as an outro track, I was like, man, I want something... I think it's just because it's kind of stripped down. A lot of times people yeah. end the album with like a stripped down, you know, little acoustic thing. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess I can, I, I like albums and, and I, like the world doesn't have to cater to me, but like my preferred, <laughs> my preferred album endings are like really, 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 really loud and then just cut out. Yeah. You know, like I listen to a That's lot cool. of, yeah, like, uh, the, the Flaming Lips, even though it's kind of a chill song, the last song on, um, on, uh, Yoshimi, Yoshimi Battles of the Pink Robots, I think mm-hmm. is the name, name of the album, um. The last song on that is like, I don't know. There's just a lot going on, and then it just kind of like kind of just cuts out. Like there's just there's just a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, like a lot a lot of instrumentals, and um, I mean I, I guess I like that stuff too. I don't know what I expected for, from this album as an outro because like they don't have really complicated instrumentals. Never saw it coming mm-hmm. was one of those songs that I was talking about earlier. Like really pulled me through like a hard time. Like yeah, I just at the time like I just connected to those man like. It just yeah, I, I it's see so it. heartfelt. And it's so like uh, like we were talking about, uh, like kind of front bottomsy honesty yeah. in lyrics that are like ooh, that is like painfully honest, and it and just hits you like very sincere. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and his voice helps with that too. Yeah. Like he's got a very like we said honest voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, nice way to put it. And and you made the comparison to the front bottoms, and I can see that, mm-hmm. but I, I think that this guy is a little less annoying. Yeah, yeah, for sure, like, for sure. I, 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 think, I think I can actually They're just less this playful, you know? They're more yeah. serious. But it's just, I, I just mean, like, the honesty in his voice. Like, yeah. he's not the greatest singer, yeah. you know? But it's like, but it works he's just so well. belting it out, you yeah. know? Yeah, I love it. it you know what? This album kind of gives me, and I guess this came out first, like this album did, but uh, Starry Cat. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten into Starry Cat? Mm-mm. Okay, so you know the band Teen Suicide? Mm-mm. You ever heard of them? Mm-mm. Okay, they're called, like, American Pleasure Club now. Um, it's going on a whole, but... Oh, I, I heard okay. about the, the name change. Yeah, okay, yeah. So they were called Teen Suicide. and Yeah, from, from, change it for obvious reasons. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, like, you hear Teen Suicide, you think they're, like, this, like, weird, like... You think they like like some sort of post-hardcore emo thing, but yeah. they're, they're really just, like, kind of, kind of like, kind of chill. 
uh, it's like singer songwriting emo, like like that kind of stuff. But yeah. But anyway, so there, when they were doing the um, that band, uh, Teen Suicide, they also had a band called like Julie, Julie something Julia. I don't know Julia Brown something like that. And, but anyway, like one of the one of the girls uh, that was in the band, I think she played like viola or something. Mm. She got sick and. She had to like go to the hospital and didn't have like health care, like have any health insurance or anything. So this guy made this Starry Cat album for her. like another member of the band. He made a solo album oh, that's cool. that is incredibly lo fi and he's put it on Bandcamp and he's like, Everybody please buy this so we can oh, fund man. her medical bills. Send and me so, a link to that one. Yeah, I, mean, I will. listen to that. Yeah, it's on Spotify now too, so I can, I can send you but it's I mean it's it's really good and it kinda gave me similar vibes, uh like this kinda reminded me of uh, of that. But I I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, Starry Cat. Um I need to listen to that. Yeah. I don't I'm on Apple Music though. I, it's probably on Apple Music, but <laughs> I can also send you the Bandcamp link. Uh, but uh, yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Starry Cat. Yeah, go, go listen to that. Um, is, is there is there anything else we didn't talk about? I know we were kind of all over the place with this one, yeah. but we did go through the entire album. Just kind hum, of hum was the single off the next album, by the way. Oh, hum. Which was twelve songs, which is why it didn't do so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I I love this album. Super honest. Uh, very catchy, uh, great album cover, I yeah. would say. I love, uh, like, photograph album covers. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think it's, the, the original album cover for this is kind of cool too, but it's just, doesn't have, I, I don't, I, I think that this <laughs> one fits it better. Like, I think this one, like, when I see this cover, I think of this sound, and when I see the other yeah, one, I don't too. think of this sound, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. Uh, something about, like, those I don't know if they're overdone. I think we were talking about it a few months ago, too, just about, like, photograph album covers, if they're overdone. But this is one of the best photograph album covers, I would say. You mean, like, what do you mean they're overdone? Like, like uh, for definitely, like, the alternative-type genre, like, just a... Just everybody has, like, a like a snapshot as a album cover. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I guess... put every one of my albums as a snapshot cover you know oh yeah i forgot yeah yeah. think about like uh i I keep talking about brand new but your favorite weapon is like laying on top of the van like that type of snapshot you know yeah Uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like like like, in what ways is it ever done like i'm like i i mean i I guess the mgk one is kind of cringy but i mean that's kind of the the, it's more like a photo uh it's like uh let me try to go through here and see if i can find some examples like uh just a photograph snapshot as an album cover, oh, okay. but maybe it's not overdone. Yeah, maybe it's just, know. maybe it's just I look at them a lot. Uh, but like think of the waves. Do you know waves? Uh, self-titled album. Yeah. On yeah. the skateboard, like that uh, type of thing. Okay. Like here's yeah. a Ben Folds rocking the suburbs. Oh yeah, I I, I I like the simplicity of this album cover too. It's just a picture, and then it's just like a little white space they put there in like paint or something or gimp, and yeah. then they just put yeah. the, like the tiger's jaw and like some weird like. I don't know, so, uh, well, not Comic Sans, but some weird font like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I kind of dig it. I wish we could. Uh, I wish we had internet. We could like dig deep into like their influences and stuff. Yeah, uh, I saw that they um, that that they that they were influenced by Brand New. I'm pretty sure they were. I, I think so. Yeah, I can. Maybe I can definitely see. hear that maybe, a lot. Maybe, maybe, yeah, like that tachycardia single, Connor Bush, right there. Like those type of uh, snapshots, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, like I said, I I love them. Hmm. I'm really big into like visual. I don't know. I, I love album covers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, me too. I I get. We could do a whole. That'd be a fun episode too. Just like yeah. favorite album covers. You know. 
I get disappointed by uh, ugly album covers. Yeah, like if it just doesn't fit. And like, I put out quite a few bad ones though, so can't talk. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of really regret the one that I used for our album. I mean, it, it was a picture, but I just is I, it the car? Yeah, it's yeah, the, it's cool though. It's uh, thanks. yeah, I I, I I I I liked it at first, but now looking back, I'm like I don't know. But, yeah, you always you always like it's always cool at the very beginning, and then you're like uh, I don't know. You always second guess yourself. There's this terrible album cover. The Voids, uh, Julian Casablancas' like new band, put out a uh, oh, cool. So when I click it, it won't show me, but it can show me small. Okay, they put out a new song yesterday, and this is the album cover. It's this leopard print with that terrible font over it. Like it's got GTA font. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So so Julian Casablancas actually got a radio station in GTA oh. for, for a day, so that he like played a bunch of music he liked, then he played the new Void single in it. That's kind of cool, actually. It, it is, but I just. I just didn't like the album cover, like yeah. or the or the single cover, you know. But all right, anything else to say about this uh, Tiger's Jaw record? Uh, check it out if you haven't. Yeah. You dove deep into Tiger's Jaw, definitely listen to it. Uh, I would give it like a nine out of ten. Oh like, yeah. I, I really really love this album. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I think I give it about the same. I, it's always so hard to like. It's always so hard to do, to do uh, album ratings like that. Yeah. Because like it, it's really good to give like. Give high numbers, but it's like the NGK album. Like I'm not a really big fan of that. I think there's some cool stuff it does, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to give it like a freaking like two out of you know three. I was like, yeah. I was like, someone put a lot of work into that, you know. Like we need a uh, our own scale, like nine pizza slices or uh, nine crazy breadsticks. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, that works. Doctor Pib can has been sitting in the corner for like six months. <sighs> yeah, yeah, we are two of those in the studio. Yeah. It's great. But, but yeah, go send us an email on takeoffyourpodcastit at gmail. Follow us on Instagram. Gmail? Yeah. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Listen to our bands, Meta Youth, and what, what, you got a lot of bands. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Old World Underground, which is not not anything near this kind of stuff at all, but uh, you listen, might, might appreciate Ice Pick, my solo project, or Drama Mean yeah. band more, but... Anyway, go support listen, go support the Gadzine. Yeah, listen to Tiger Hellicide. Who are we talking about? Adam Harmless. Yeah, they're gonna be a legend. Listen to that. that that's some that's some hardcore punk. Yeah, kicking this, your ass is a gateway drug. Yeah. The song Chinese Heart. It, 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 we can talk about this uh, off the podcast, but it, it follows it follows the uh, the pop punk like chord structure. Yeah, whenever. Adam Harmless is my favorite pop punk. Oh lead, God, lead don't say singer. That. dude. He's gonna kill you now. <laughs> no.